What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, May 28th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the man coming back from his first time ever at Disney World right. at Tim Gettys. The boys are back at it like a bad habit. Me oh, and you, man. man. Loving it. Spent a whole week with you in Florida. I know. It was that great. was fantastic. A lot of fun. Sucked that Adam Kovic was there. Oh, for yeah. Fun. That's big, the big flow flow. The big flow uh, flow. That flow caught on. It did catch people, on. Uh, if, you, if you are not calling Florida the big flow flow, you are missing out. Am exactly. I working with somebody about trying to get a flow flow beer involved yeah. for a kind oh, of funny idea? Oh, there we go. Well, happy, we go. probably not. Yeah, great week with you, but happy to be back here. In the studio. This in the table. big stew stew. The big stew stew. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's Barrett, get it going. Take off your clothes and get in the stew stew pot with us. All right, come oh, on, man. Yeah. Have some fun. It felt weird to come back, right? Because mm-hmm. you figure it was Judges Week two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Then it was this Florida week. So like I've been in I've been in the office like all of two days. Yeah, so coming in today, I was like, up. oh, man. Got a whole bunch of Playmobil Ghostbuster toys at my desk. That's yeah. pretty stoked about that. game showcase work going on. It's not a little. There's not a, a little, lot of Kind of Funny Game Showcase coming on. Because if Ooh. you didn't know, guess what, everybody? The Kind of Funny Game Showcase is Monday, June 10th, 4.30 p.m. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We're doing a YouTube premiere. That's right. One gigantic Kind of Funny Games E3 showcase. All the indies you can handle. More than 60 games and developers there to show you the goods, as they say. And Dude, it's, that goods. Time, it's that time, man. We're getting dates. We're getting times on those dates uh-huh. where announcements are going to be made. That's true. And, and our next couple of weeks are looking fun, man. There's nothing like the hype of E3. You know, a lot of people talk about this thing Christmas. They're just like, oh, there's presents. You wake sure. up and whatever. Sure. Some Stockings. people celebrate Christmas Eve. That's when they sure. get their, they get to open their presents. I got to open my presents on Christmas That's Eve. That's weird. Yeah. My mom always told me it's because Santa started on the West Coast. It just doesn't make sense when I learned about time zones. But you know what? It's all good. <laughs> mom just didn't want to get woken up early. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was that was. A whole thing um the point i'm trying to make with this is that e3 i feel like christmas eve is now it feels like like things are just popping off left and right you say why what things are popping off ladies and gentlemen well things like death stranding and last of us 2 speculation a ubisoft subscription service and pokemon we'll talk about them all right now because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash games with your questions, your comments, your concerns, and everything else under the daily video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record it live. Twitch.tv slash games. If you're watching live, thank you so much. Please consider giving us your Amazon Prime subscription. Of course, that gives you your Twitch Prime. If you're a listener right now driving the old big rig, you didn't know. You got Amazon Prime. You got Twitch Prime. We'd love to give that free subscription to us. I digress. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go! to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you! Cooking with Greggy has a new episode up right now. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. What episode is it? It's the Josh Makuga Carbonara episode. Wow. If you didn't know, this is the Carbonara so unhealthy, Christy Teigen said it couldn't be in her cookbook. Wow. True story explained on the show. Go check it out, please. It's in the cookbook, uh, if you also didn't know, over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny for just $1, you can get the entire new season of nicknames and Oreo Remember, 
You guys funded all these different shows coming back in January. We want to space them out so they don't get eat, cannibalize each other on YouTube, but we don't want to punish the people who supported on my Patreon, so we're just giving everything over on Patreon. Binge watch on Patreon. Binge watch. It's all there for a buck. Go enjoy. Uh, then, thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack, Tom Bach, and Mohammed Mohammed. This is a new shirt at kindoffunny.com slash kind of store. So uh, and today, we're brought to you by Omaha Steaks and Skillshare, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Good job. Everybody's got energy today. That's mm-hmm. what happens with like a three-day weekend, right? Mm-hmm. How about that? We actually took a day we off. We actually took a day off. Woo. How you feel about that, Barrett? Oh, it was great. Yeah? Played a lot you don't of know the pain of like you know your Kevins and Joeys who mm-hmm. had to work here, and we just always forgot to schedule days off for them. I feel like there was a holiday already this year that we had to work. Oh, on. wow. You lived one. No, there yeah. wasn't. No? Oh, not no. this year. That's a good point. Not yeah, this we were year, good this year. We right? made decisions. We know mm-hmm. what holidays we have off and which ones we don't. Yeah. You don't yeah. get you yeah. don't get Chinese New Year off, Barrett. Yeah, Barrett. Okay. You know what I mean? That's that bums me out. <laughs> the three day weekend, it was great. Played was a lot great, of right? uh, Batman Arkham Knight. No, nah, we weren't. This wasn't like to talk to you about what was oh, going on. Okay. I'm just saying it was cool to have a day off, wasn't oh, okay. it? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know, I heard you come into the office. I don't like when you come in the office, you don't come in and talk to me and Tim. Uh, come in and genuflect. You know I, what I mean? Say, kiss the ring once in a I while. I like to walk one. in and Thank listen, you. blast music into my ears and set up we the heard. studio. Yeah I, yeah, I yelled, hey, Barrett, and we heard, because I heard the music. I thought you were listening off your, it doesn't matter. Number one on the Roper Report. What the fuck is going on with Death Stranding Kojima and The Kojima. Last you know of I mean? Us Part That's Two? That's the, the, the active verb. Kojima going to Kojima? Yeah. Kojima gonna Kojim. Uh Over the weekend, or the you know, it's just, it times a flat circle and a blur right now. But what's been happening over on Twitter it's is that connected. they've been putting up different videos, little things, boom, right? And one said, "Help us reconnect." And there's like hands and movement, and like there's a silhouette, and things are going on. This all was, started about uh, two weeks ago, uh-huh. I want to say, of images popping up, random cropped things. Fran and I were talking about our games daily, and now it's all leading to this. Create the rope was one of the videos that went up there, yeah. and then it came up with a tweet that said, "The countdown to hashtag Death." Stranding has started May 29th. Create the rope. May 29th, tomorrow. Yeah. Wednesday, Tim. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? I don't know. Yeah. You got Here's the thing. The assumption, the safe assumption is we get a trailer for Death Stranding on May 29th. Yeah. But guess what? Kojima gone. Kojima. Kojima yeah. Don't assume anything. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I don't know. What does this mean? I think it's equal chance that we'll get a trailer compared to we'll get some random ass just image that has exciting new information compared to just them being like, hey, here's some new meta game. The game starts now. Connect the ropes and it'll lead to the next stage. Then like turn this into one of those like I love bees. Halo 2 situations sure. where it's sure, kind of sure, like sure. Uh, we need everyone to connect and work together with this giant rope around well, the world. Well, that's been the whole thing about this game, To right? get the trailer Kojima already released. said you were working together. We were already playing the game, mm-hmm. right? He said that in mm-hmm. the RTX panel I did with him. Yeah. You were already, the game's already afoot. It's happening right now. That's right. What do you think? Is the game coming out tomorrow? You think it's going to shadow out drop? Yeah. What if they shadow drop Death Stranding nah. tomorrow? No, no, no. Why not? Just do it. Because that's not a Kojima move. That's a stupid move. You know what I mean? Beyonce's shadow dropping an album. Yeah. Fantastic move, especially with, with Spotify. We're not in a place where that can make sense. If we were in a cloud streaming game world already, that could make a lot of sense. We're not. I don't like that. You need marketing. You need to be able to. We would know if that was happening. These, this game would be in leaks. stores. This game would be, you know, ready to be sold. Sure. It's not. That sucks. <laughs> so 
game would also be completed. The fact that he's talking about it here, or they're talking about it, help us, you know, create the rope and all that stuff. That's what I, I imagine. Yeah, it's some metagame BS that's happening tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're going to drop a trailer and then, or some kind of uh, video thing, and then it's going to, yeah, you go sign up somewhere and you start playing some weird meta, whatever, AR game. Maybe it's on your phone, maybe it's just mm-hmm. in your browser. Something's going on to build into the Death Stranding. Maybe we're all making babies in bottles. Maybe. Yeah. Bottle babies? Yeah. Internet explorers. You ever made a balance? <laughs> two, two babies? No. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's weird because I've been kind of keeping up with this, and I feel like I understand it as much as somebody that kept up with it entirely. Sure. Uh, again, like jokes aside, Kojima's marketing is bizarre. His games are bizarre. This is the first time we're seeing him just go full Kojima on a game, and uh, this I don't even want to pretend I have any theories on what I think this is. I don't. I think the safest bet, subverting expectations of expecting a trailer, I think it would be some type of metagame. Having said that, I don't know. It could straight up be a trailer that announces the release date, or it could be a trailer announcing an act. I don't know. What do you know. mean this is the first time he's ever gone full Kojima? Remember the whole Moby Dick Studios and the guy with the bandaged face? Yeah. yeah, but that was for Metal Gear, though. Yeah, that right? was still pretty full Kojima. Yeah, but I think that... This there's like you think a, this is another step up. There's a level. I mean, he's in control here. That's true. That's <laughs> full true. control. That's true. Here. No one's there to stop him. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Um, and Absolute I, power. And, and you know, that could be a great thing. It could be. Could not. Could it not. Could not. Be. Could, could it, be know, not great. I, I'm in, firmly in the boat that it's going to be a good thing. I, I believe in Death Stranding eventually being a fantastic game. Okay. I think that the road to that is going to be very convoluted and confusing. And make no sense. Sure, of course. But it will all be connected. It'll all be interesting. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be hype. You like yeah. the hype. You're gonna I do. Hype. And uh, to be fair, I do feel like we're... I'm not hyped right now on Death Stranding. Sure. This does not hype me at all. You hate ropes. This type of stuff? Yeah, no. Big... No, not a fan. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But uh, Big... Yeah, you know what? No, it's not a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm not really that hyped. I feel like a trailer could get me a bit more hyped, but that trailer would need to have some substance to it. I want to see actual gameplay, not... You saw, Norm, gameplay. you saw Norman Reedus walking around. He saw walking around. He's a delivery but boy. But it's like, I want to see a HUD. I want to okay. see what it's going to look like when I'm playing the game. Maybe right? there is no HUD, dude. Um, maybe you Fine. are the HUD. But like, that's not like the camera angles that you're going to be playing the game. You right? don't know that. You, don't you, know. Might, you might be able to, to make it look like that. I don't know that. You're right. You know what I mean? You're making a lot of sense. <laughs> maybe Kojima's going full Kojima, and it is literally just a movie. <laughs> it's finally all cutscene. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I hope that we see real gameplay of it and a release date. Okay. Because at this point, with this type of hype and this type of buildup to something, um, I feel like the next big reveal <laughs> of the game um, needs to be the, the, what we're looking for. Because at some point, it just gets ridiculous. Well... Speaking of getting ridiculous. Now, that's, that, that's all coming from official things, right? You see mm-hmm. Troy Baker retweeting Kojima. Mm-hmm. You see the uh, Kojima Productions out there saying this stuff. Hashtag Death Stranding, all that jazz. Let's, let's drift a little bit further into just rumors of PlayStation things, oh. all right? Let's do it. The, uh, today and overnight, this scuttlebutt started of mm-hmm. Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. Not only that maybe there's going to be a state of play that gets announced today that'll all be a, mainly about Last of Us Part Two this week. So it gets announced today, and it's done. This could all be dated information, and these are all rumors taken with a grain of salt, but we're in this Kojima pickle, so might as well get this Last of Us egg involved. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. State of play gets announced, per, uh, maybe is what they're predicting. They say it's Last of Us 2 focused, and then they say the rumors and trusted sources at these uh, Spanish-speaking sites are saying it's going to be a November release date announced. Yes. Whoa. What is your BS barometer on this one? My BS barometer on it is 
it could be true. It could not be true. Yeah. There is no telling. We'll know by the end of the day. But here's the thing that I think is important, Greg. Sure. We have reached a new point of video game hype and speculation and all this stuff. Sony has done what I would have thought was impossible for it to do in the last couple of years and create hype on the level of a Nintendo Direct. We're seeing the internet break fucking down right now about this Last of Us situation. People love Last of Us. Is the state of play happening? Is the state of play not happening? By Sony making state of play, and people can argue that the first two weren't what they were looking for, didn't have these bombshell announcements. Well, guess what? Now, there is a format that at any moment they can announce it happens, and then there is a bombshell announcement. And people are caught up in the hype. And that that could be a good or bad thing. You can really take that in a bad direction. But I love seeing Reset Era go crazy, theorizing, looking at everything, working together to figure out how to do the, the Grinch theory level conspiracies sure. of is this real? Is this happening? And there's a level of hype that you only see with Nintendo Directs when it comes to what's going to be shown. Oh my God, are they going to show the biggest thing? Is it going to be an announcement of this or whatever? I love that we're at a point now that Sony and Nintendo going forward are always going to have this level of conversation, right? Yeah. I think that to me, this is proof that state of play is a major success. There is now hype around their state of play and what they might talk about. There's hype around The Last of Us, right? No, it's this is state of play. Like The Last of Us, that's like saying Metroid Prime 4 or Animal Crossing or whatever. They're used, those rumors, when they're being talked about, it's only being talked about in the, the form of state of play. They wouldn't just talk about, oh, Last of Us trailer's coming and the release date's coming. There wouldn't be like threads about that. Because state of play exists, there's threads about that. There's conversation about that. There's articles being written about that. And I feel like whether or not they're bullshit, and that's the problem, is like there is a bad side of hype where it's just like, all right, this, well, is, this, the, this is Nintendo's problem with exactly. these directs, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like once things are announced, then it just spirals into disaster. I personally love the stuff of like, love the deep dives of people trying to figure things out. And a lot of the times, it, stuff ends up being true, you know? Um, I will say that with these rumors, it's interesting that Jason Schreier um, kind of was like, I haven't heard anything. And he usually hears things, right? You know, and he doesn't say, I haven't heard anything if he did. Sure. So. I don't necessarily trust these, but I think that this is a very good sign that Sony has created something special with State of Play and that going forward... I just don't believe you. All right, I don't we'll see. I don't, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I just think that if there was a rumor that they're going to drop... So I, one of the rumors that was going around didn't even mention the State of Play, right? It was just that they're going to drop a trailer and give a release date, and people were stoked about that. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's... This is proof of State of Play has uh, been accepted, and people love it. Which we'll I, I love State of Play. We'll see. I bet I'm right, though. I bet that going forward... Anytime a state of play starts getting announced, there's going to be 100 post threads of people speculating and having a conversation in a way that they would not if it was just, oh, a Last of Us 2 trailer's coming. Okay. Or something Last of Us is coming. It's like all of a sudden everything gets taken up a notch of an excitement about the brand, an excitement about the possibility. Well, that's the brilliance of doing your own thing. Which also brings a lot of letdown. That's, that's the, uh, the, the brilliance of doing your own thing this way, right? Yeah. Is that suddenly, yeah, this, and this is what we talked about, I thought, with the first two data, state of plays, which, you know, people, uh, number one, a lot of people were disappointed by. I liked it because I'm a VR guy, but I didn't have high expectations. But it is that you now understand that it can be just a VR thing. It can be this uh, medieval thing that mm-hmm. talks about Monster Hunter, or it can be we're going to release With the, the Final Na- Fantasy VII remake trailer. Sure. Like, sure, sure, sure. That's the thing is, you know, I've lived through the entire life cycle of Nintendo Directs and how bad they were, how good they can be, everything in between, right? And seeing where they're at now, I really enjoy Every time going in, once one's announced, but even when they're not announced, and this is what we're seeing with State of Play, it's not announced, and there's conversation happening. The mo- if one does get announced, 
Do you understand the levels of craziness that are about to go down of people speculating what's going to be in it and what else? And especially with this Kojima stuff going on now. Are they related? Are they not related? That's the other interesting thing, right? Of like, yeah, does if if the dates lined up, if if they were to have said, if the, if it, oh by the way, sh- uh, shout out to nanobiologist blaming on Ryan and D Melarnarkin, who point out today is not Monday, today's Tuesday. <laughs> Sorry, that's gonna be really hard for me to shake for t- throughout the day. Um, if this had been Monday. And you're like, oh, man, today they're going to announce the state of play and then it was going to be Wednesday. Then you'd think, oh, it all lines up with what yeah. Kojima's saying, right? Oh, this is all totally linked to that. I don't think they're going to announce one today that goes till tomorrow, right? They need to give a little bit more hype breathing room. I don't know, though. That's the thing. It's like you'd think that, but look at Nintendo Direct's the last. Every state of play that they've announced has been announced, I think, three days earlier than it actually happening to give people time to prep. Nintendo's down to the point where like they've been like tomorrow, 3 p.m., Right. Yeah. And like that's been crazy, but that works. That does create a level of stir crazy hype that you can't just. Yeah, because didn't yesterday it wasn't it yesterday where they talked about the announced Pokemon, the po- Pokemon yeah. press conference yeah. thing, and that yeah that was yesterday and now it's today. You know, it's fucking so, crazy. That's crazy. crazy. That? I, there's something to this, man. And like again, I under I understand all of the cons of hype and all the cons of this rumor mill bullshit and whatever. But I do think that there's real value of hype and excitement around properties that you can't just get from dropping a trailer. Yes, people love Last of Us. A trailer comes out, it's going to get a million views. Easy, right? But the idea of hype around PlayStation is different than that. And I think that this is a sign of where we're we're going with all this. I want to believe, and again, this could all be outdated. We might be wasting your time right now, truck driver, you know, as you go around. I want to believe, but I just, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I can't believe that it's going to happen. That they're going to announce the state of play today. It's going to get the last. It's going to do this. Where did this rumor come from? How did it all happen? Who knows? Yeah. Here's what I'll do. Yeah. Here's going to be, and I'm not even saying evidence, evidence, right? But here's what I'll propose to you, Tim Geddes. I went to Twitter.com, mm. right, where I looked up friend of the show, one of my best friends in the world. I married him, Scott Lowe. Scott Lowe, of course, senior communications manager at Naughty Dog, right? Of course, like I just said, one of my best friends in the world. I've never asked Scott Lowe anything about Last of Us Part 2, and I never would, because I don't want to ruin it, and mm-hmm. that's not what our relationship is. We're, we've been friends since IGN. I'm not going to do that. However, all his social media unprotected, of course, he's still he's in South Korea right now on vacation with his wife. Mm-hmm. If I'm senior communications manager at Naughty Dog, and we're about to announce the Last of Us Part 2 release date, I don't think I'd be gone for it. Now, granted... Could be coming back. And uh, this is, you know, how, you know, I don't know how you talk to your friends. How often you? Mm-hmm. I've talked to Scott about this trip. I immediately forget all his dates. Maybe he's coming back today. Maybe he's already on at the plane. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But I just don't buy it that uh, you you cut it that close coming back for what's going to be a major PR beat for you. Yeah. And you'd need to be in the community and talking to it and seeing reactions. And you'd want to be there for the studio and all this stuff. Neil Druckmann, of course, needs somebody to carry him around in his golden throne. Exactly. Monster. On the <laughs> other side of that, the PlayStation Twitter accounts people were pointing out are a lot more quiet than they normally are mm. around this time. Yeah. And it's like. That's interesting, and also people are saying that uh, when Sony does announce major things, it's usually at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, which pretty much by the end of the show. Barry, you need to keep your eye on it, all right? 1 p.m. Eastern was 23 minutes ago. Is that okay? Dun, then there's nothing. Dun, 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 so, dun, dun. yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think that this is happening. I don't think that this rumor is real. I just think that this is a good sign going forward for PlayStation having a successful format that is going to every once in a while blow our minds and make PlayStation a much more valuable brand. I don't know if you can get more valuable. You know what I'm talking about? You can do. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Okay. Remember it? No. Remember that, guys? No. 
Number two on the Roper Report. Yes, again, more dated information for you. You're getting a Pokemon Direct today. Uh, Nintendo or Pokemon tweeted yesterday. Got any plans tomorrow, which would now be today. You do now, trainers. You've We've got some exciting updates to share, and you know what that means. Hashtag Pokemon Press Conference. Tune in at 6 p.m. Pacific time on May 28th and follow the updates live. This is really interesting to me, so it's not a Direct. Uh, they did announce a Pokemon Direct is happening oh, my next week. Um, this is just the press conference. June 5th. Okay. You're wrong me if I'm wrong about that. I think that one's at 6 a.m. That's about Pokemon Sword and Shield, um, where they're going to do a deep dive into mm, that. That makes more sense. Um, tonight is the Pokemon press conference, which, again, no direct uh, marketing or branding on that at all. Yeah. Last year, they did something that I don't know if they branded the Pokemon press conference. Again, correct me, please. Uh, but that's where they announced Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee and the, the Pokemon mobile game. Um, but that was in Japan. And it was all in Japanese, and it wasn't streamed, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was like a. I remember. Uh, I think Casey DeFridis from IGN was like sent over there, and she was like giving us live live text, vlog. It was like, like old school press yeah. conference coverage sure. from IGN. The good old days. And uh, I remember we were in a, a movie. I don't remember what movie it was. Some Marvel movie. And I was like constantly like go run into the bathroom to check the <laughs> Pokemon updates because I was waiting for the first Switch Pokemon. Man, sure, yeah. needed that hype. <laughs> um, so I, I don't remember if they branded that as Pokemon Press Conference, um, but I do think that that could be a good sign of th- what we're about to see here. Okay. Um, okay. The fact that they're streaming it gives it a little bit more importance, like streaming it worldwide. Um, and a lot of this is in English. So they're hyping this up in a way they didn't hype the other one up in America. Uh, what this leads to, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, do you want to read the question? Sure. Ben writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Hey gentlemen, my question is in regards to the Pokemon sword and shield demo. And I think he means direct Tim. What do you expect from this direct given its proximity to E3? We're so close. I'm curious to Nintendo's reasoning for separating the sword and shield content from E3. Is there so much else to show they needed to, or are they just trying to appeal to a specific audience? Keep up the great work guys. Also, Tim, you asked your wrong to keep you honest. Yes. Uh, nanobiologist points out no, the direct is next week at six a.m. He doesn't give a date. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. And then also uh, some. No, don't worry about going. Cool. Um, so I think this is a great call from Nintendo to do a Pokemon specific direct deep dive into Sword and Shield. Get it out of the way for E3 um, so that people can focus on this. Just you're, it's all Pokemon all day. Or you're day. still going to get it uh, uh, during a the Nintendo direct. direct. Yeah. Well, during Me- the Nintendo Direct of, at E3. Exactly. Sword and Shield, Here's a trailer sure. of Pokemon Sword. And Shield. I mean, I don't, I don't know actually if the, we'll get a trailer for it. Um, be- I think it might be just more of a mention because this is going to be the the deep dive. Are you excited for Doug Bowser? Um, hell yeah, man! Let's see what he's let's see what he got for us. Um, but I love this. I we do need more Sword and Shield info. That one trailer did not do enough for me. I want to see really what makes this the first console Pokemon experience. Um, and I love that we also have Super Mario Maker two out of the way. These are two games that we've we've known about. We got to expect this is coming October November time. Uh, and with Mario Maker coming end of June. This leaves E3. The most exciting thing to me is that it leaves Nintendo's E3 open. Yeah. Uh, last year we got Smash Brothers, and it took up the majority of the time. And I was all about that. Many people were all about that because Smash Brothers is uh, a different type of title than than Pokemon. I feel like you can go deeper into it and make hype announcements of character reveals and this and that, and everyone is here and all that. Yeah. And that speaks to a mainstream audience in a way that uh nitty-gritty Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct 100%. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's not to say, I mean, Pokemon's bigger than Smash, right? But 
in terms of information. Role playing games are never fun to watch and and hear about if you don't care, right? Yeah, that is a better place for just the quick hype trailer of Sizzle. You know, yeah. Um, so I think this is all great. I think it's really cool. I like that they're separating from it. So close to E3 makes me feel like Nintendo's E3 Direct's going to be fucking pretty, awesome. pretty damn cool, right? Yeah. I think you'll get your Animal Crossing. Fuck yeah, right? I better get my um, Animal Crossing. Luigi's Ooh. Mansion. Some updates on a lot of stuff that we already know about, but I think that moving Pokemon out of that uh, is giving time to at least one major surprise reveal there at E3. At E3. Um, and then with this Pokemon press conference that's happening today. I really don't know. Uh, again, the fact that they're making a bigger deal out of it and hyping it up um, says that there there might be something really cool. I think that it is most likely another mobile game, um, like a Pokemon Go 2 type situation, um, or some type of Pokemon mobile. I'm not, I don't know. I don't really know if it's going to be, I don't expect a core title because that's too close to Sword and Shield. Um, a lot of people are like Pokemon Snap. It's, it's, it's not, not happening, Pokemon Joey. Snap. I'm sorry. Um, I think it's too early to announce a Detective Pikachu 2, and I don't think this is the avenue for them to do that. And uh, Pokemon Let's Go 2, so Johto, the second generation, which I imagine will be Togepi and Meryl, maybe. But You're just making these names. <laughs> I, uh, totally Togepi and Meryl. No, yeah, those are dude. two very real Pokemon, and yeah. they're very sweet Pokemon. And do you, do you agree with me? That's probably what they would be. Uh... Maybe choose one of the starters. No, you know, uh, yeah. It'll be Togepi. Togepi and Totodile. See? I'm let's in go. it, dude. Get hyped, baby. Let's fucking go, dude. Uh, or let's go Lugia and ho I don't know. Anyways, uh, I think it's too early to announce that because yeah. that's stepping on the toes of Sword and Shield. Um, and Let's Go was just last year. Yeah, Let's Go. It's, it was so just I imagine so it next year we'll get Let's Go 2. Let's Go 2. Um, but yeah, so it is weird timing for this. Like, what are they going to focus on and announce? We'll see. We shall. 6 p.m., baby. Uh, are you doing reacts or anything? Tentatively, yes. Okay. Uh, there's a lot going on right now in life, so I, I don't want to true, true. confirm anything, but we might do a live reaction later. Stay tuned to Kind of Funny Vids Twitter for more info on that. Right. Barry, keep it posted. Keep it locked, uh, all right? Sure. Uh, Zyre says the Pokemon Direct is June 5th. Number three on the Roper Report is a Ubisoft subscription service incoming. This is from John Wilds at IGN, who reports the Ubisoft store appears to have leaked a placeholder image revealing presumably an EA Access style subscription service. As reported by VG247, a reset era user spotted the image that was briefly live on the Ubisoft store and it appears to out a previously unannounced service called Ubisoft Pass. Although entirely unconfirmed, Ubisoft Pass certainly sounds like a subscription service. Additionally, the word premium leads to speculation that we may even see a tiered service with different levels of access. This wouldn't be surprising considering that Ubisoft typically launches its new game titles with a myriad of special editions. What do you think? Let me ask you a question, Greg. By the end of this E3, which publishers will not have this type of service? Square. Square? Yeah. PlayStation? Uh, well, I mean, like, wait, PlayStation Now kind of already is it, right? No. You're talking about a very specific... I'm talking about like okay. new titles and day and, know, date. day and day type stuff. Maybe they announced that for PlayStation Now. Maybe everybody flakes I mean, out. They, Maybe, they uh, don't. No, outside, outside Crash Bandicoot, but it's Sean Layton. He's oh, got the, the, oh, shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hope y'all had fun at the like, Xbox conference. You know, the the real side of that is like, I think they were about... This, this is going to be the talk of E3 is these Sub- type services. of services. And I imagine in Ubisoft's press conference, they're going to talk about whatever it's called. Ubisoft uh, Pass. Is that yeah, Ubisoft Pass. Yeah. Great name for it. 
makes sense. Yeah. People understand what that means. Yeah. Um, I definitely think we're going to see that. I don't Do think we're going to get a square one. Bethesda wouldn't be surprised. Don't I don't think it's a guarantee. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get it for but, Bethesda. But I think that like they could. And I feel like these seem to start if you're I mean, we're talking about EA, right? It starts when you have your own uh, platform to push, right? Mm-hmm. And that you play, right? And Ubisoft crap. They That's have a, a good lot point. of shit they want to push. Yeah. They want you to go over there, which would be my question of, is it a thing that's going to be everywhere is it just going to be on pc so you use their launcher and get in all that jazz mm-hmm. we'll see i guess you have yeah to wait and see all right i don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility but i also it, like when you look at the image that's in the article it's such a ubisoft pass and it's like a no image attached yeah. to it so it's like whatever i guess if we could be grasping at straws it could be nothing it could be something you applies to ubisoft games in general that you buy and it's yeah. some loyalty see, program here's my thing though is like what i was saying second ago about it being a great name yeah. i think it's a great name because all we need to see is a logo and i know exactly you know what, what you're is. getting that's and true. again we don't know we're speculating but like i think that that's powerful branding and that's what they need most for things like this because playstation now like, it starts getting convoluted when you don't understand immediately what the service is yeah uh number four on the roper report and also for number three, remember E3 right on the corner. A bunch of stuff going to happen. Everybody will see. You can watch it all here. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We'll be reacting to everything. Uh, number four, people like games. Uh, I got two little bullet points for you. Super hot. Uh, sold a bunch of copies. This is Hayden Taylor over at gamesindustry.biz. In just over three years, abstract indie shooter super hot has sold more than two million units. Super, the super hot team revealed the figure while speaking at the PC games insider.biz at Digital Dragons and Krakow this week. Originally launched as an Xbox exclusive, Superhot reportedly sold between 1.2 million and 1.5 million units of the regular game. However, uh, the game has also sold over 800,000 VR units, accounting for around 40% of its lifetime sales. Those numbers are super impressive. Super. Super impressive. impressive. Uh, I love Superhot so much, and I think the most impressive part about this is 800,000 VR units. This is such a standout VR game. When we did the... Uh, let's play of it for the PlayStation VR show. Yeah. I was blown away. Yeah, great game without VR. Yeah, even better game with with. When VR. I have people over and they want to try VR for the first time, this is one I always put them in. You d- it makes you feel cool. It gives you everything the promise of VR is. Yeah. Right, it's immersive and it transports you into a different world. So it's everything about VR and everything about video games that you could want in one package. Yeah, and. Congrats to them, man. This if you haven't played Superhot, you definitely need to play Superhot. It's so I, good. I played it for the first time uh, last week on the on the quest. Oh, nice. And like, yeah, it was one of those things where it was it was so immersive and you feel so cool that I did not realize an hour had passed. And I was like, oh, yep. I've been in here for, for an hour and I'm super sweaty. Warmed my heart to see the images and stories that you guys were using the quest while I was gone. Oh, yeah. Because when oh, I wanted it cool. set up when I left so everybody would actually get in there and try it. Because oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, man, I, I adore the Oculus Quest. Yeah, so I'm like debating on buying one i i i it's one of those where i would tell you 100 percent to do it yeah and i and i know i say that in, in a way uh, not a weird way i mean obviously we give our opinions all the time but even playstation vr right mm-hmm. it's that thing of like well it's this it's that like every time i i all i did this weekend was play vr games that's all i played I played blood blood and truth on playstation vr then uh when jen started playing beat saber for the first time on playstation yeah. vr i put on the oculus quest and i played vader immortal i played uh more of beat saber on the quest like that machine is so fucking amazing that yeah. like it's such a game changer for vr it's i can't believe that i like i'm you know doing a, a trip next week in e3 i'm gonna bring it with me 
Because like I yeah. wanted, you know, when we when uh, uh, Beat Saber launched on PSVR, I was doing it every morning as like not a workout thing, but a way to well, I guess workout thing, but a way to like wake up right and do some movement and not just sit in my chair all day long. And then it was that we went on the road and I stopped. Oh, well, I'm not going to bring my PlayStation, my PlayStation VR, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's so easy. It's so turnkey. You toss it in the bag and it's just there and it's ready to go. It's cool. the the making the room boundaries is so fucking impressive alone. Let alone the quality of the games. Let alone the speakers into your ears. Like I I can't get over how much I like that thing. I saw him it. I need to. Get your ass together. All right? You can take it anywhere. Got to get my head in the game, literally. Get in the game. Yeah. Uh, the other one on People Like Games, Dauntless, put this up on Twitter. More than 5 million players have answered the call and, became, and become slayers. More than 5 million have answered the call and become slayers. And right. have become slayers? I think, yeah, there's a word missing there for sure. On their part. I just copied it. Uh, the behemoth threat isn't slowing down and neither are we. Hashtag live for the hunt. Congratulations to Dauntless. 5 million out the gate. People really like that game. I have it downloaded. I want to play it. But again, it was a VR weekend. Mm. Oh, by the way, that's a Blood and Truth. Awesome. Yeah. Great PlayStation VR title. Cool. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Everybody should check it out. Awesome story. Awesome soundtrack. Uh, it's fun to play. Uh, I think the it's it's the um, it's the evolution. And this might sound negative, but stick with me. The evolution of light gun games in the arcade mixed with that. Like you remember, like Mad Dog McCree or whatever mm-hmm. used to play in that thing. It's that very much. And that's amazing and yeah and it's all and so I, I think i could go for smarter ai we'll get to that in a little bit they're actually adding more stuff to it but that's like my one complaint leaving it it's mm-hmm. one of it's a, you know the game i finished and granted i want a trophy hunt in it for sure i'd like to get the platinum but it was that the next morning after beating it i was like i want to play more and put it back on and ran some levels awesome. and like get to select your weaponry great game blood and shoots great uh congratulations dauntless i hear it's great i see fran playing it. i know andy was playing it but they don't come into work on time Number five, and finally on the Rope Report for today, this is an update to the Ancestors Epic Games exclusivity. It's explained by Matthew Handerhand over at GamesIndustry.biz. Private Division has clarified that the three months where Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey, will only be available on Epic Game Store is down to ensuring high standards for the console versions rather than part of its deal with Epic. So it was announced, of course, that it's going to be on Epic Game Store starting uh, in August, right? I got that right. Yeah, and then, yeah, okay. Yes. No? And then it's going, in December, it'll come out everywhere else. People are like, oh, it's part of the deal with Epic. Epic's not only keeping it off of Steam, it's keeping it off of consoles. That's not the case. Uh, Private Division Division and Panache Digital Games share a passion for providing the best possible experience for our players, said a senior producer at Private Division in a statement. It was Kari. Uh, As partners, we support Panache in taking the time to ensure all versions of Ancestors, the humankind odyssey, deliver the standard of polish upon release that the team has set for themselves as a developer focused publisher this is an important approach we take working with smaller independent teams the console versions of ancestors will launch in december this year while the pc version will launch in august in the time between the game will only be available on the epic games store so clarification if you were in a tizzy about that um if you want a preview of ancestors you can watch the kind of funny games cast with devin sawa that's true he went for us to preview the game and he liked it a lot devin Sawa talking about ancestors YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Tim? Yes. I can't wait to see what this Ancestor game is all about. Mm-hmm. I'm a monkey. I'm evolving. Millions of years <laughs> but is that going was on. so long ago. I know. If I wanted something more <laughs> timely, say what came to the mom and grop shops. Where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today. First off, there's a big update for Red Dead Online. Here comes the top bullet point. 
The Wild Animal Kills Challenge is now available in Red Dead Online with points awarded based on the size of the animal along with bonus points for prized and dangerous predators. Offensive attacks against other players are disabled during the challenge, keeping the focus of this free roam event squarely on the hunt. Also new this week is Head for the Hills, the latest showdown mode in which players take which players take in turns running to their safe house while opponents try to take them down along the way. What's going on with Red Dead? People, do we know anybody playing Red Dead Online? Nah. Right? No, we don't. Hashtag Greg was right. A lot of people playing it, though. Damn. Uh, Gary, we're talking about it a couple weeks ago. Gary Witta? Mm-hmm. He was lying. Chime Sharp <laughs> is coming to Switch. This is all today. Little Friends, Dog and Cats on Switch. Blood and Truth is on PlayStation VR. If you, you have PlayStation VR, pick it up. Great, great game. Good acting. Fun times. Uh, Layers of Fear 2, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Getting amazing reviews. And another party mode that's yep. up right now, youtube.com yeah. slash kindoffunnygames. What's party mode? Good it's for our, them, man. It's our Let's Play series that Andy edits really hard, and I understand that the overwhelming majority of you listen to us as a podcast. Really help us out if you went and watched party mode. Party Just up. make it make Andy feel like what he does matters around here. We all know. Make him feel like Nick it. is dragging him to the depths of hell with KFAF. It's what's going to make him quit. Yeah. Vambrance. Cold Souls on PC and Mac. Lapsus. Cross Labyrinth is on PlayStation 4 and Switch. A game announced, if you remember, at the original mm-hmm. Kind of Funny Game Showcase. Crystal Crisis is on PS4 and Switch. Cricket 19 is on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. All right. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons is on Switch. Unruly Heroes is on PlayStation 4. Rescue HQ is on PC. Golem Gates is on PlayStation 4. Opus Collection, the We Found Earth Plus Rocket of Whispers is on Switch. Go Fishing 3D is on Switch. Battle Worlds Chronos is on Switch. Bite Driver is on PC. Wood Boy is on PC. Spell Force 3 Soul Harvest is on PC. Oik Memory Endgame is on PC. You fucking dorks. Gear City Against Chaos is on PC. And then TT Isle of Man is available on the Nintendo Switch. Here's Oik Memory Endgame. Oh, it's just a memory game. Is that what I'm doing here? I think so. Look at me, everybody, in my memory. Oh, oh what's happening, Tim? Well, these, these bricks are filling in. You excited? <laughs> Sorry, sorry, t- truck drivers. Uh, new dates for you. Truck driver is arriving on PlayStation 4 oh, and Xbox One September 19th, 2019. If you're paying attention, that's two days before Poe's birthday. How did that just happen? I don't know. God. New Battlefield 5 map Mercury is coming May 30th. Luna from our friend Robin Honeykey over at Phenomena oh. coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation VR June 18th. I'm very excited for that. Blood and Truth is getting DLC. Uh, they don't have a date, but I wanted to read. This is from the PlayStation blog. We're also happy to confirm today that we will be supporting the game with free DLC post-launch, such as online leaderboards, new time attack and score challenges, new game plus, and an additional hard mode for those of you who want to up the ante. Again, my one real complaint was that the AI kind of brain dead in some ways. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not... Mm-hmm. I could stay way back and shoot at them and take them down to, uh, and then move up to get the next wave and do stuff. Not brain dead to like, oh my god, I'm not having any fun. It was fun to shoot them. I'm doing different cool moves, doing all this different stuff. Uh, but it was like, you know, sometimes you'd come around, and th- oh, w- w- you'd see them before they were ready to do something, like whatever. Yeah, it, It's cool they're adding that. Also, New Game Plus, I would definitely replay this game. Uh, see you, Solitude. Coming, j- oh, a- hashtag game provided by PlayStation. Uh, see you, Solitude comes out July 5th on uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And then Stellaris, Ancient Relics is launching on June 4th. Tim? Cool. It's time for Reader Mail. Oh, let's get to it. But before then, let's talk about our sponsors. Guess who's back, ladies and gentlemen? Omaha Steaks. Yeah. This Father's Day, give dad 
a gift packed with the Omaha Steaks he craves. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and enter the code KFGAMES in the search bar for 74% off wow. the Father's Day Steak Fix gift package. A $235 value now for only $59.99. But what would I get, Greg? You'd get two tender filet mignons, two bold top sirloins, two savory pork chops, four Omaha steak burgers, four massive gourmet jumbo franks, four crispy chicken fried steaks, all beef meatballs, four premium chicken breasts, four caramel apple tartlets for dessert, Mm. a packet of Omaha steaks signature seasoning, and you'll get four extra Omaha steak burgers for free. Give this amazing package as a gift for dad or stock up for the incredible summer grilling all at 74% off. Uh, Like it says right there, remember, Father's Day is coming. You're going to forget. You might say, Greg, I don't have a dad. I hate my dad. Guess what? No one's checking at Omaha Steaks if you're giving them to your dad. Guess what? Order for steaks. Just do it for yourself. We get them here all do the time. You know that. You've heard the story before. I sent them to my dad for his birthday once. He liked it so much, he sent it back for my birthday. That's how it goes. we all enjoyed it. Exactly. Again, order now. You can get this exclusive officer offer, offer at Omaha Steaks Father's Day Steak Fix Package valued at $235 for just $59.99. Just go to omahasteaks.com and type the code KFGAMES into the search bar. Don't wait. This offer ends soon. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type KFGAMES in the search bar uh, to get the Father's Day Steak Fix Package Today, 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 today. Kevin comes in to show me a picture of the fridge right now. We have a lot in there, filled to the brim with Omaha we got, steaks. Sir, and I, we, am we gotta do. We got. We, we need to make we, meat. We need to do a, a barbecue. Uh, next sponsor, Skillshare. Skillshare Ooh. is an online learning community for creators with more than twenty five thousand classes in design, business, and more. Premium membership gives you unlimited access, so you can join the classes and communities that are just right for you. Whether you want to fuel your curiosity, creativity, or even career, Skillshare is the perfect place to keep you learning and thriving. Driving. Highlights from one of the more. Uh, uh, this is your highlight. What did you do? You've used Skillshare. Nick's used Skillshare. Uh, so here's my thing. I love Skillshare. It has a bunch of tutorial videos on Adobe Premiere. All the Adobe, the Adobe Suite. Premiere, um, which is video editing, Photoshop, which is obviously for photo editing, all that stuff. Uh, but a cool story at the meet and greet we did in Orlando this week. Um, I met a best friend who was saying that he used Skillshare uh, because of us talking about it. And it made him realize how much he loves graphic design. Like, he's always been kind of interested in doing it, but he was scared to for that initial step in. Yeah. And he said Skillshare eased him in, and he's been using it the last couple months, and now he's pursuing graphic design. Look at that. Cool stuff. Very nice. Um, Skillshare is also super affordable. An annual subscription is less than $10 per month. Join more than 7 million creators learning with Skillshare. The first 500 of my subscribers to use the link in the description of the YouTube video will get a two-month free trial. The first 500 people to sign up will receive a two-month free trial. Go right now. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Click on this episode of the Kind of Funny Games Daily. Mm-hmm. There's the link. Bada mm-hmm. bing, bada boom. You're Wake in. it up. Ignacio Rojas. Writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, hey, Ignacio here. So last Saturday, E3 announced that it would be hosting a panel with the writers and producers of The Simpsons on the e- at the E3 Coliseum. Do you think this is a move by the ESA to diversify what the what E3 has to offer and thus appeal to more people? Or could this be a sign that a new Simpsons game will be announced at E3? Fingers crossed for a new Simpsons game, the style of The Simpsons game. Anyways, keep up. Keep being awesome. And Tim, are you ready to admit now that Disney World is better than Disneyland? First off, holy shit, Cool Greg. Are we about to get Simpsons Hit and Run, run. Remastered, Yo, baby. let's go. What? Now, um, I imagine there's some gaming element uh, to this, Ignacio. You hope so. Yeah. it's like, With Netflix being there, they, they specifically said it is for games based on their Netflix content, even though people have, you know, there's a lot of crossover between people that like 
watching things and playing things. Um, but I imagine that there's going to be something Simpsons related. Realistically, probably a mobile game. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be. People love that uh, Simpsons tapping one. Oh, uh, right. tap out or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. I the wrestling game? No. It was no, like no. A, they did. It, they did a mobile game where it was like a town builder. Kevin, yeah, I love that on PlayStation One. That cell shaded game. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that one. That was a whole thing. Now Poe really liked the Simpsons tap out, where it was you yeah. built a, you, you you were building Springfield. Or Tapped whatever. out. Tapped out. Yeah. Sorry. Interesting. Yeah. My um, hope cool. is that yeah, that if they're doing it, it's based on it. if they're not, then I do think it is the ESA being like, man, we have to fill gaps here. How do we mm. get people in here? Mm. And I don't know. I legitimately don't know how those panels work. If they're uh, do you? Is it just? I mean, are that's the, the stuff Keeley yeah, sets up, the right? Panels Keeley stuff. Is that related to ESA? Well, I think he's hired through ESA to do it. No? Oh yeah, I I, that, I am totally out of the plane right now without a parachute. I, I would assume that's how this is. I have no insider knowledge of how it works. At some point, uh. I remember it being the YouTube Coliseum. Right. Oh, yeah. But Jeff hosts the E3, the official YouTube E3 live stream, which I always thought was in some way partnered with ESA. Hmm. Partnered with, sure, but not ran by. Right? I'm going to text him. Which would then change this. You're going to text him. If Jeff Keighley fucking gets back to you by the time this show's (laughs) over, I will. I don't know what I'll do. Shave your head. Oh, I almost knocked Jeff Shave my head. God, that was a close call. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no. Phil time talk about something time. talk about uh, Disney Tim are you ready to admit now that Disney World's better than Disneyland it is not better than Disneyland and I, I will say it it's not it's not what you expect me to say there it's equal to Disneyland they are both beautiful and magic in their own special ways and literally anybody that wants to pit them against each other doesn't believe in love and magic alright all these people that are like fighting on either sides let's just love love alright God, I had a great time. Can't wait to talk about it. Kind of Forty podcast later today. Thanks, Barrett. It's the man of the people right there, Tim Gettys. People, dude, gotta love it. God. What a great time I had, though. Man, I was oh. jealous the entire time you were tweet- like tweeting, and I was like, "Damn, it was good." Man. I haven't been to Disney World probably since I was like in fourth grade or something mm-hmm. like that, and it was magical. Like, I never went to Epcot, so I imagine Epcot, like as an adult, is really fun. It was, um, it, but yeah, like just thinking about like the Hollywood Studios and like Disney, like like World proper. Like, you would have loved it, man. You would have loved God. it. Shout out to my boy Andrew McLean showing me around, aka Star Lord, aka a best friend, fantastic best friend. All right, so we'll see. You cool. Jeff, we'll Jeff see. <laughs> He's a busy man, obviously. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So you hope it's a game, and if not, I do think it is the it is E three being like. Man, we got a lot of a lot of time to fill here at the Coliseum. Not that many games for some reason people want to do, or how do you want to do it? Figuring it. EJ writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Hear me out. Are press conferences really a big deal? I mean, really? Some people act like not having a press conference is going to hurt a company, but I think it's just the press being a little butthurt about it. Going to the press conference made the press feel a little special, maybe. Me personally, I only watched a press conference once, years ago, and it was a big waste of time. A few minutes after a trailer is shown, it's on the internet. I can spend 25 minutes watching the trailers I care about and go on with my day. I've never watched anyone react to a press conference, but I'd imagine everyone gets quiet when the trailer is being shown. Then everyone talks about when the person is presenting. So again, it seems like press conferences benefit the media slash influencers and their views slash clicks, not so much as the company holding the press conference. Since the media is present and received their special press pass, they are more likely to write more positive things. In this day and age, getting rid of press conferences seems logical. I'll just refresh a gaming website every 10 minutes or so, and whatever trailer just aired will be on the front page of the site. For most consumers, I feel that having a press conference or not doesn't matter. 
I totally disagree. Um, I think that press conferences kind of give weight to a lineup of games and kind of uh, introduce you to things that you wouldn't ever normally look at. It reminds me of watching a movie and seeing the trailers play before the movie. Yes, you can watch those trailers on YouTube at any point you want, but um, I'm never going to sit and I would have never seen the uh, the Brightburn trailer. I wouldn't have went out of my way to click on it if sure. I hadn't seen it play before yeah. a movie that I was watching. I would have never seen, and that works in a bad way, I would have never seen a Dog's Purpose 10 Dog's who let the dogs out? Yeah, that one last edition. night before Aladdin. It's just like they're doing this again. They're doing it. It's again? not. It's not a dog's yeah. purpose. No, no. It's no, Kevin no, Costner's no. a fucking race car dog. Great. Yeah, okay. G- race car dog. Yeah. I don't know. Um. But I also feel like you see how long that dog's alive. I'm like, watch this thing. I'm like, there's no way this dog's seeing all this parts of this person's life. Uh, but then you get homeward bound. You know what I mean? Not all dogs are bad, but or, or all dogs go to heaven. Uh. But I think that press conferences are important for uh, having these different companies kind of stand by their lineup and be like, look, we make a lot of different video games and we want you to see how we fit into all of this. Um, and it also is, I think, important to get to know the people behind the games and to be able to see these faces that are representing the different companies and give all of them a different opportunity to say what they want to say about the game to give context to the trailers that you're watching. Yeah. I, I, I think press conferences serve a purpose outside of... I mean, like, cause to EJ's point, right? He's like, ah, it's just... Ben-, like, re- live reactions are just benefiting the people who are, like, viewers and streamers. So he's going to do the smart thing and just refresh a, a website every time. Well, I'm like, well, that's giving them the clicks and impressions that also there is. If you, we can't sit there and be like, it's all part of the same beast of marketing in terms yeah. of what this is. Yeah, I mean, us doing, like, you know, we are media, doing live reactions to the stuff. If I wasn't doing it on camera, I'd be doing it with your friends doing my own live reaction. That's the thing is, right? I feel like it's just it's an event in the same way people want to get yeah. uh, drummed up about sporting events. It's the same way for us. Absolutely. Where you could, yeah, like uh, uh, AEW did their first pay per view this weekend, mm-hmm. right? And I looked in, I was like, oh shit, that's tonight. Fuck, I'll look into it. It was like fifty bucks, and I was like, oof, yeah. no, that's a, that's too steep for me. And it's crazy now that I used to do that every month I for know. WWE, but now with the WWE Network, I don't even think about. It. I was like, ooh, too steep for me right now, especially with Jen not being super into it. I'm not gonna make her watch this thing. Instead, I'll just catch the clips of what was awesome on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing here, where it's like, for some people, though, that was a huge deal. They needed to watch that. They needed to be yeah. a part of it. They wanted to be a part of it. They wanted to live react with everybody else. They wanted to be part of that event. That's how press conferences are for us. And on this line here, since the media is present and received their special press pass, they're more likely likely to write more positive things. Uh, in my experience, it's been the exact opposite. If your uh, press conference even stutters for a second, people are pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like us being, nobody wants to be there once you're in press. Like everybody, when you're not impressed, wants to be at the press conferences because they're super awesome and super hype. And we have to do work. It's there, cool. It's we have to work. It is not an ideal situation. There's you no, don't want to see never works. Jason Derulo perform and all this stuff because yep. you're trying to get stuff done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but when you're a fan, it's like, like I remember when I got to go to the PlayStation conference just as a fan before like on my first E3. It was one of the best experiences of my life. I loved that. Every Nintendo conference I've been to, I loved it no matter what. But yeah. also, I was on the video side, so I didn't really need to. Right, well, it's why, it's why you see people, like I mean, you, you see us for sure not send people down to E3 for the conferences. Mm-hmm. We react here because it's just better for what we do. And yep. it's the same thing at IGN, right? Where when they started really taking live pre or post show seriously, right? They pulled me off of going to stuff to either host or be the commentator for like what's going on with PlayStation. What did you think of this? Because it didn't make sense in the old days of we'll send the entire podcast beyond crew to the PlayStation conference, and then the post show is a bunch of people who aren't the PlayStation voices, yep. and nobody knows what they're talking. You know, not doesn't know they're talking about, but people the audience is like, wait, where's the podcast beyond crew? Where's Dunham? Where's mm-hmm. Roper? Um, I still think they serve a purpose. I do think that even 
pivoting to the showcase, uh, uh, not the showcase, uh, pivoting to, state yeah, of play. state of play. Thank you. I'm never, that's still not tip my tongue. Is still a press conference. That's still what you're yeah. doing. Like that's you modern. Know, yeah, exactly. It's a modern way to do it. Mm-hmm. Calm down, everybody. You know what I mean? Question for you, Tim. Please ask me it. I, uh, I came of age after the term butthurt. Yeah. Is, is that is that something you can say anymore? Yeah, it's a no no. No, these days. What is it? Does it is it, a, it, what's it is it implying you got anal sex, Greg? Is that okay? Cool. I, I thought so. That's why. I, I mean, again, huh. is that right? I never knew. That's like what yeah. the connotation. was. It feels like because that's what that's what I've always interpreted. But then he used it, and I was already saying it, so I was like, Meh. is that an okay thing to say? So don't say butthurt, kids. Yeah, I mean, you said it, and I, I kind of like winced at it. But it's just it's a wince in the way of like it's not something you can't say. It's a thing you shouldn't say. People get upset about it. Why are you trying to upset people? Yeah, well, you if know? they have to ask the origin of the word, then yeah, fuck yeah, no. Yeah. It's time to squat out. This is where one of you writes in to kindoffunny.com slash Patreon, where you can submit all your Patreon stuff on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Saved it, everybody. Don't worry about it. Today, Kyle writes in needing help in a video game. because that's the What the fuck does Kyle want? He needs help on a cross-platform game. Uh, basically, that they're Dauntless, which apparently five million of you are playing, right? Did I say five million earlier? Uh, five million of you are playing. Somebody needs to come help Kyle. His username is C- his epic ID. I'm sorry. Is CKC underscore 15 underscore. That's it. CKC underscore 15 underscore. Hey, Greg and Tim. With summer break starting, I am looking for some best friends to help slay behemoths in Dauntless. I don't know if there is already a kind of funny guild. Parentheses. The game will not. Let you search for guilds. It's very dumb. But if there is enough interest, I'll create one. My epic ID is CKC underscore 15 underscore for anyone on any platform looking to play. Uh, apparently, again, five million you're playing that. Go ahead and do it. To my knowledge, no kind of funny clan up and running yet. Or guild. Uh, I would like to play it, but there's just so many other things to play too. I don't know when to get back to it. But if you want to play with Kyle, hit him up. CKC underscore 15 underscore. Tim? Yes. It's time for your wrong. Oh, this is where people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up after the fact. Um, Gamey writes in and says, Tim, it's known as Lunar New Year. Chinese, most if not all Asian countries celebrate their own version of New I, I don't know why I put Chinese comma. Most if not all Asian countries celebrate their own version of Lunar New Year. So there you go. Yeah, Tim. In San Francisco, when I got the day off, they called it Chinese New Year. Sure. Well, again. We we went to school at different times because it was definitely exactly. a Lunar New Year when I was in school. Nicole Humphrey writes in, of course. You know Nicole, right? You hung out with, I've hung out with Nicole, Nicole, Nicole a lot Humphrey, of times. I, I, I can't put a face to the name. East Coast best friend. Yes. Okay. She's awesome. She's cool. amazing. Mm-hmm. She's the only person I had a phone ever. call with her that one time. You called me when oh, you were sure. with her. I was wa- we were wasted. I remember yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you guys were super wasted. Nicole <laughs> writes in and says, you have not taken all holidays off this year. You had an episode on January 21st, Martin Luther King Day, which, as you know, means you're racist. Much love and respect as always, Nicole. Thank you. I love Nicole. Uh, Nanobiologist writes in and says, missed a new date. Killer Queen Black is up for pre-order on Amazon. 30 bucks includes controller skins. Whoa, whoa. what's the fucking date? Releasing August 20th, 2019. Okay. Dude, the, the, the fucking controller stickers look awesome. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Super I can't wait for that. This. I didn't see it either. But thank you very much, uh, a nanobiologist. That's how it is. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been kind of funny games daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Watch it live. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Watch it later. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Roosterteeth.com. Podcast services around the globe. Your hosting lineup for the rest of the week goes like this. Tomorrow, it's me and Gary Witta for a Witta Wednesday. Thursday, it's me and Tim for a Tim Tam Thursday. Tim Tam Thursday. Friday, it's me and Andrea. 
for a fun time Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew doesn't have any alliteration I can use for F. Mm-mm. No, I was thinking of something with the red hair. That doesn't have it. Uh, no, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.